I call this uh, sermon the last apostasy. But as I was studying it, I decided that it won't be a sermon, really. It will be a study. Because I feel unworthy to call it a sermon. Because of what is in and what really is all about. So, I won't call this a sermon because of what is in there. And what, the way it is embodied in secrecy, that is difficult to perceive what is going on. So, I will call this a little study. Let's study this together. And you can put on it what you want to add in the spirit of prophecy. And you can give it a title which you want. But particularly for me, what I gave it, I gave it uh, the title, The Last Apostasy. And Matthew chapter 24, verse 3 and 4. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the first light is, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciple came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Now, this is the question that Jesus has to elaborate to his disciple what will be. But he didn't answer the question. He made a statement. And Jesus answered. And said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. He didn't answer the question that there will be this one sign after that. He said, Take heed lest any man deceives you. The next light is number chapter 25, verse 1, 2, and 3. Let's see this. Let's go back to study what really happened when the children of Israel were beside Jordan. What really took place? And Israel abode in Shittim. I spoke with this verse one day here. And the people began to commit a wardom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifice of their gods. And the people did eat and bowed down to their gods. And Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. Now, this, the children of Israel has been through all the wilderness. They are in the border of Canaan. They are beside Jordan. And then they had a last attack, which many of them were, were died because of what took place. So let's go to this book, Patrick and Prophet, chapter 451. This is Balaam. You know the story of Balaam. He immediately returned to the land of Moab and laid his plans before the king. The Moabites themselves were convinced that so long as Israel remained true to God, he will be their should. The plan proposed by Baal was to separate them from God by enticing them into idolatry. Now, this is the prophet of God. is within the ranks of God's people. You know, why I'm saying I will not give, I, will, I, I don't call this sermon a, a, a sermon because I feel un, unfit to speak about this thing today. Because myself, I'm a sinner, 
more than even you. But let's take this clause. Balaam as the prophet of God knew that to overcome these people it will be impossible as long as they stay within the boundaries of God's protection. But if I can entice them to go contrary to their God, then we will defeat them. Another light. If they could be led to engage in the licentious worship of Baal and Ashtoreth, their omnipotent protector will become their enemy. And they will soon fall a prayer to the fierce warlike nations around them. This plan was readily accepted by the king and Balaam himself remained to assist in carrying it to effect. So somebody who today is among God's people will accept the gifts and the high whatever he can be given to entice God's people. Now this is somebody within the ranks of God's people. He know the secret. He know how they can be victorious and he will fight to that point to overcome them. Another light. During the time of the encampment beside Jordan, Moses was preparing for the occupation of Canaan. In this work, the great leader was fully employed, but the people, this time of suspense and expectation, was most trying. Jesus is coming soon. The sign are telling that he's on his way. He's coming soon. This is the time Satan will apply his warlike, his lusty deception to deceive mankind, particularly those who keep the commandment of God. And before many weeks had elapsed their history, was married by mercy, frightful departure from the virtue and integrity. Another light. At first, there was little intercourse between the Israelites and the heathen neighbors. Churches which call themselves Christian. They call themselves our brothers and sisters. At first, there was a little intercourse between the Israelites and the heathen neighbors. But after a time, median tissue women, churches, now this is a prophetic. This is not, is not a literal woman. This is a prophetic. But after a time, median tissue women began to steal into the campus, to come secretly. Their appearance excited no alarm. And quietly where the, their plan conducted that the attention of Moses was not called to the matter. Another light. It was the object of these women. They come as a friend secretly, quietly, without no one knowing what is happening. But their seriousness, their persistence, they are subtle to carry out their plan. It was the, the object of these women in their association with the Hebrews to seduce them into transgression of the law of God. Now let's take this to consideration. Because what happened then is happening today. Will happen before the second coming of Jesus. 
The most difficult issue is deception secretly implanted in God's people without no one knowing. To draw their attention to hidden rights and customers and lead them into idolatry. This motive were studious, concealed under the garb of friendship so that they were not suspected even by the guardians of the people. They don't come to attack you directly. They don't come to challenge your doctrine. They don't come to challenge what you believe. They come with a friendship. This is a prophet. This man has been speaking with God. He spoke with God. The angel spoke with him on the way. The dog spoke. Finally, the angel revealed himself to him. Where are you going? Bala. Yet he carried out his plan. If you put your trust on human beings, if you put your trust on somebody, another light, at Balaam's suggestion, who? Balaam's suggestion. The prophet of God. The one who respected among God's people. At Balaam's suggestion, a grand festival in honor of their gods was appointed by the king of Moab. Who put in the mind of the king of Moab what to do to deceive God's people? It is Balaam. Do you think can happen it today? And it was secretly arranged. Secretly. Secretly arranged. That Balaam should induce the Israelites to attend. He was regarded by them as a prophet of God. And hence, had a little difficulty in accomplishing his purpose. Great, great numbers of the people joined him in witnessing the festivities. Another light. They ventured upon the forbidden ground and were entangled in the snare of Satan, beguiled with music. Do you see that in your church today? And dancing. Do you sit in our church to, today? And allured by beauty of hidden vestures, their dressings. They cast off their fidelity to Jehovah as they united in man and feasting indulgence in wine. Wine is not a little wine, the doctrine. Once you join with them in their worship, once you become one of them, they start to inject their doctrine within you. It seems to be harmless. It seems that we are secured, but it's a dangerous thing to come together in dialogue with the people who do not regard God and his law. Another light. Be clouded in their senses and broke down their bodies of self-control. Passion had full sway and having defiled their conscience by lordness, they were persuaded to bow down to idols. Can we go this far? They offered sacrifice unto hidden altars and participated in the most degrading rites. Another light. It was no long, not long before the poison had spread like a deadly infection through the camp of Israel. Those who have conquered their armies in battle 
were overcome by the wiles of the heathen women, churches. The people seems to be infatuated. Another light. Thus, the rulers and the leading men were among the first to transgress. And so many of the people were guilty that the apostles became national. Israel joined himself unto Baal. Hebrews, ah, Proverbs chapter 7. Another light. Proverbs chapter 7. Let's pick the, uh, let's take this to today's time. My son, this is King Solomon. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments within you. Uh, uh, lay up my commandment with, with thee. Keep my commandment and live. And my law as the apple of thy eye. Bind them upon thy fingers. Write them upon the table of thy heart. That they may keep thee from a strange woman. Singular. This is Solomon speaking prophetically. Singular. Woman. Those who were women, this is woman. From the stranger which flatter with her words. She has nice words. She looks so beautiful. When she standing, the nation and the king, they bow to her. She speaks to the mighty people of the world. And the churches are coming together to bow before her. And she say, she bring to them Christ, another light. And behold, them met him a woman, singular again. With the attire of an harlot and his subtlety of heart. She walked like somebody who represented Christ, but in her heart. Oh, another light? Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate for that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Proverbs chapter 7, 10, 11, and 12. Okay? She is loud and Stubborn, her feet abide not in her house. She is in all the corners trying to control the soul of man. This is a prophecy. The church that will stand up and control the affairs of mankind, even to be in all the affairs of humankind, to control even the soul of man. The book of Daniel says she even holds in her hand the soul of man. Now she now is she without, now is in the streets and lies in waiting at every corner. She is everywhere. Whenever you go, whenever you see, whatever you think she's not, her agent are there. This is a church. Another light, 721 and 22. With her much fear, with her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. He goes after her straightway as an ox goes to the slaughter. Or, uh, or as, as a fool to correction of the stock. So here is the church that at the end of the time will deceive mankind. And she will use all what she can do to entice people without their knowledge. Another light. 27. 
for she has cast down many wounded. You hear that? Yeah, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell. Going down to the chambers of death. She appeared nice to the people. And if you speak against her, even the people within Israel will condemn you. That is your change. But here, the wisest man ever lived upon mankind speak is say, her ways is going to the way of destruction. Another light. Patak and Prophet, chapter 457. This this is a parallel. And let me tell you this. We needed to study these books and treasure them and pray and ask God guidance. The Israel who could not be overcome by the arm of, of by the arm or by the enchantment of the Midian fell a prayer to her halot. Her halot. Which means the Midianitish women, they had a queen. And they could only deceive Israel through the enticement and the devices which they received from that queen. Is there a queen today who is controlling this planet? Such is the power of that woman, singular. That is prophetic. And this is the book of Revelation right there. Such is the power of that woman enlisted in the service of Satan. Has excited to entrap and destroy souls. Another light. Testimony. Volume. Testimony for the church. Page 47. Every Christian must stand on God continually. Watching every avenue of soul where Satan might find access. He must pray for divine help. And at the same time resultantly resist every inclination to sin. By courage, by faith, by persevering toil, he can conquer. But let him remember that to gain the victory, Christ must abide in him and he in Christ. Another light. Ellen G. White commentary, commentary SDA, volume 2, page 5, uh, 995 and 996. Our Lord is cognizant of the conflict of his people in these last days with the satanic agencies combined with the evil men who neglect and refuse this great salvation. With the greatest simplicity and candor, our Savior, the mighty general of the armies of heaven, does not conceal the same conflict which they will experience. It will not be easy, and it has not been easy. It will not be easy, and it has not been easy. Satan is angry. Why will God allow sinners to enter heaven? Why will God allow sinners to have time to accept him? And why will Jesus be ready to die for the sinner? He cannot spare anything 
than to deceive mankind and destroy the soul so that you will not be able to enter heaven. So this is serious. Another light. He points out the dangers. He shows us the plan of the battle. And he, the hard and hazardous work to be done. He don't hide, he tell us what will happen. When you read the Bible, he tells us what is the danger, what are the difficulties, what is the problem we will face. And then he lifts his voice before entering the conflict to count the cost, while at the same time he encourages all. Another light. To take up the weapons of their warfare and accept, expect the heavenly host to compose the armies to the war in defense of truth and righteousness. Many weaknesses shall find supernatural strength. Whatever weakness we have, whatever difficulties it is, if we comply and we rely on Jesus Christ, he will give us victory. He will give us power to overcome. This severe, final, and lasting conflict deception ever brought to mankind. Another light. And helping every stem conflict to do the deeds of omnipotence. And perseverance in faith and perfect trust in God will ensure success. While the past confederates of evil is arrayed against them, he bids them to be brave and strong and fight. Valiantly, for they have a heaven to win. And they have more than an angel in their ranks. The mighty general of the armies leads of the armies of heaven. Another light. As on the occasion of the taking of Jericho, not one of the armies of Israel could boast of the exercising their finity strength to overthrow the walls of the city. But the captain of the Lord's host planned the battle in the greatest simplicity. Another light that the Lord alone shall receive the glory and man shall not be exalted. This last conflict, it will not be man's plan. We don't need to depend on human wisdom. If you could explain to those people of Jericho, people going around the city, and they go home, it seems to be such a foolish idea. But what really happened after the seventh day? When they marched the seventh time, when they blew the trumpet, the walls of Jericho fell without human hand. We can only overcome this last problem, this last conflict, by depending wholly on God and trusting his plan and complying with what he tells us. God has promised us all power. For the promise is unto you and your children and to all that are afar off, even as, may, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. This last conflict to mankind is not about what will happen. It's not about to depend on somebody's idea. 
It needs prayer. Fasting. Learning the word of God. And depending whole on Jesus Christ. He's the only one who can take his church across Jordan. He's the only one who can help us to go through this conflict of deception that has ever been brought upon mankind. May God bless us as we ponder this word in Jesus' name. Amen.